All right, welcome into episode 13, lucky 13 of Park Sportsbook Presents. Ah, geez, with the man, Harry Mays, right there. What's going on, Harry? I'm in the, uh, in the middle of the vacation, still down here in Florida, actually in Brooksville, Florida, at my mom's place. Uh, how's the connection? The connection is oh. actually really good. It's I'm actually on F- 5G. It's definitely not Mike Kern's connection. No, no, but that's what I was afraid of, you know, because this is a this is pretty rural over here. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. It's yeah. Brooksville, Florida? Brooksville, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. North of Tampa, about 45 minutes. Ever since Conklin came on with Kern, I just find myself, like, when my wife asked me something and I don't know the answer, just going, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Rob, I don't know. <laughs> it's just so funny mm-hmm. that. He does say that all the time. I know, and it's and it's not like he's he's putting on like that's just him. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm I'm like I think back to all those years when he's doing daily news live. And go, Michael B. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he asked like a, a question. Like, I mean, can the Eagles get Russell Wilson? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. yeah. Is that the latest? Is that the big talk up there aside from James Harden? You know, I don't know, Har, because mm. I can't listen to sports radio anymore. I you just can't, can't do it. No. It's, wow. And, and I'm sad to say, you know, you and I come from that background. We did that for years. That was mm-hmm. our, our livelihood. Yeah. But, like, I just can't – I can't do it because it's just – it's so predictable. And, like, I can imagine, like, oh, your question of the day. Yeah. Should the Eagles give up three fours, six first-round picks? And uh, Darius Slay, you know, that, that whole thing. Right. I, <laughs> to get Russell Will, you know, I can't right, do it. Right. And then the next day, it's, you know, the same thing, just rephrase. You got to tweak it. Yeah. 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 I, I'm telling you, Aton and I, uh, back in the day, did, I think, three straight months of weekday shows. I mean, Monday through Friday, four-hour shows for about three straight months on um, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I remember. That yeah. got so nauseating. I oh, think, terrible. That's a great point. I think that was a tipping point for sports radio's single sport obsession. The the Mariota thing with because Chip Kelly was here mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Yeah, it was, so, I guess it was 2013, I guess. Is that is that when that was? God, is it that long ago? Yeah, I think it was 20. Well, that was his first year. Well, it was uh, heading into his second year when Mariota Okay, so then it was failed. 14. Yeah, because they, yeah. they took Lane Johnson with the first uh, Chip Kelly draft pick. I think it was fourth overall in the 2013 draft. Mm-hmm. They went Lane Johnson. So it would have been the next year, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That was the yeah. year Mariota. Who, who was the other quarterback in that draft? It was Mariota and somebody. I, I'm trying to remember back. Boy. I, I can't. I just can't remember. Yeah, I can't either. I mean, the package. Oh, was it Jameis Winston? Yeah, it was Jameis Winston. It yes. might have been Jameis Winston. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who went number one overall to, to uh, um, Tampa. Right. Right. Wow. Yeah, and I think it we, was him. I remember the packages we were talking about and Sal Powell and mm-hmm. do, do the, the deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just all. I mean, it, you know, it's what we had to do to get through the day, man. You know? Yeah. Because God forbid if we were to talk about anything. Well, the Sixers were in mid process. Yeah. They were in mode. Yeah. And that may have been the year higher that they actually, you know, well, fifth, I think 14 15 was the year they won 10 games. Right. So they were a, a non conversation, which almost tied the record. Yeah. Four exactly. wins, which I think they still have at nine wins. Mm-hmm. Weren't they nine and 73 one year? 
with uh, that's that, that's what ended up getting him Doug Collins, I think, in the in the draft in the seventies, right? Yeah, and they, I think that's I think that's how that worked out. I'm not yeah. sure, but yeah, bad. I think I think you're right. And then I mean, the Flyers at that point were actually good, and they yeah. went to, they lost in seven games in in that playoff series to the Rangers, who went to the Cup final. Mm-hmm. Steve Mason between the pipes. Who knows what the Phillies were doing? in 2014 because that was not a good time no they were bad i mean that that they were in the midst of their holding on to the to the old guys from the world series days and yep. you know j- just terrible i mean their last wasn't there when was the year ryan howard got hurt in the play in the playoff game that was 2012 12 yeah yeah because he... that marked the end that was the official end of yeah. the run yeah yeah it was yeah yeah in in 2011 you know every year they just got after the yankees world series in 2009 mm-hmm. they just were they got one step lesser yeah to, to the to the world series and eventually that year um when howard blows out the achilles on that last at bat yeah and that was it and he would never be the same as well um let's tell people real quick about parks sportsbook because uh you know you got to get the app i've been telling people how like if you're not ready to just jump fully in because you got um the tournaments here now. Oh yeah. Download the app and just look at all the different ways you can wager. And the fact that you can just like dip your toe in the pool and not with a lot of money just to get comfortable first. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way to go for some first timers here. I agree. I mean, you know, now with all the excitement surrounding the Sixers, you know, like every night now that when they play is this must see TV, they got the Knicks coming up at home. Uh, I believe tomorrow night, which will mark the home debut for James Harden, which yeah. I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to watch Sunday's game down here because it was the national game. Yeah. And I, I tell you, it's the first time uh, since maybe a big time playoff game a year or two ago where I was actually in front of the television set 15 minutes before the game started in anticipation of watching a Sixers game. It's that, that that's the kind of effect uh, a player and a trade like like they pulled off last week has on people yeah. um is a, it's must see tv i'm actually going to the game on monday night uh two days after i get back from florida they play the bulls at home oh cool and uh just got a text this morning from uh, some old college buddies that uh, one guy got a couple of tickets and we're all going to go down i mean it's uh, you know i haven't been to a sixers game and uh since i had a brief i had one of those 11 game season ticket packages a few years ago when Embiid was really coming on strong and they had first gotten Simmons, and there was a whole lot of excitement around, you know, buzz around the team. But yeah. it's probably been uh, since then that I've been to a game. Yeah. yeah. And well, he is even, you know, when he played as an opposition, he yeah. was one of those guys when he came to town, mm-hmm. you go, okay, there, I want to see that guy. He's a spectacle player. He is. Like yeah. Curry's that way, right? Seth. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, Steph. Yeah. Not yeah. Seth. Yeah, not Seth. although Stephen A. will have you thinking that that Seth Curry is also that kind of a player. He's still bemoaning the fact that uh, Daryl Morey had to give him up in the trade. Yeah, and they kept Maxi and they kept Thibel, but they right. gave up Seth. That's the Curry. genius of the whole thing. Look, I, look at look at Tyrese Maxi. He has now emerged as the number three guy. T- Tobias Harris is now four, which is great. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, yeah, yeah. 
And, and you know, you look at it and I go, does Stephen A think that they had Steph Curry all along? That's what I'm thinking. I think he's got his curries confused. <laughs> yes, a little too much curry, Harry. Yeah, a little too much. I like the Thai curry versus the Indian curry myself. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's good work. Yeah. Um, so grab the app. Grab the Park Sportsbook app and you can get in on all the action. That game that Harry's going to be at, uh, the different uh, games in the NBA also, obviously, you know, the college hoops coming up, the, the mm-hmm. tournament's going to be, it's one of the most wagered on, you know, events on the sports calendar year in, year out. Plus you, you know, you can wager on the the hockey action, maybe baseball at some point. I, I wonder, do they have a line hair on the park sportsbook app of if, if baseball will play this season? I don't think that's available at parks. That's probably, that sounds like one of those offshore type yeah. of deals. Like our buddy, Jimmy Shapiro would send us in an email. Yeah, you know, with some, uh, you know, island casino in the Caribbean putting up odds for that. I, yeah. I don't want to bet the odds on Philly's wins. I want to bet the odds on how many games they'll play. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm hoping it's the under. Well, there's a big one tonight, though, uh, in college basketball locally. Villanova mm-hmm. uh, hosts Providence tonight at 630. And Villanova is a nine and a half point favorite at Parks. I'm looking at it right now. And remember, we did this one of our earlier episodes uh, they were playing at Providence. I remember that in, yeah. in, in the game, and Villanova was a a favorite on the road at Providence. Providence is ranked, uh, you know, I think they're eleventh in the country or something like that. Uh, they're both ranked, but they were both ranked there. And I'm like, man, Villanova is like a four and a half, five point favorite at Providence. That line's telling me something. I took Villanova, and they ended up covering the number tonight. They're nine and a half over yeah, uh, Providence. Seems like a lot, but I'm going to take the the Cats. You're going to ride with the Wildcats. Yeah. All right. I'm taking good. the cats. All right. So there's a play for you as well to put it on the Park Sportsbook app. And download it on your phone. Uh, open up an account, deposit, and your first bet risk-free up to $500. Follow Parks on the social channels as well, at Park Sportsbook on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And get great content there and much more. And bet the same game parlays, live in-game betting, you name it. It's all there for you. Um, Harry, so you're still in Florida. You're at your yeah. mom's now. But right. I saw that you, you suffered an injury. Yeah. And see, you're holding it up there. Yeah. What did you, you stabbed yourself? Yeah, I accidentally stabbed myself. Uh, I was actually trying to to cut. You know how everything you buy uh, these days is shrink wrapped, like to yeah. the gills, right? Yeah. There's plastic everywhere, whether it's the hard plastic that's really tough to get off, you have to cut it out. Or if it's the, the, the really tight shrink wrap, well, this thing i went out to lowe's and got something for my mom and her house broke and i you know went out the next day to go get a new one so i'm trying to get all the wrapping off of it and you know i'm getting frustrated and i'm just you know grab this knife and i'm just going to try to slip you know get a, a sliver started so i could pull it open with my hand well the the knife slipped and went forward into my left hand which was holding the the actual item and it went right into sort of the palm of my hand the pad underneath my thumb oh and, a, oh yeah and it opened up about an inch inch and a half uh long gash and the thing started bleeding like crazy so immediately you know i'm thinking well i just ruined the trip i can't golf you know for two weeks i'm done and i'm holding these alcohol pads and stuff and poured my mom poured hydrogen peroxide right oh. on it and then then i stuck a couple of alcohol pads on i'm trying to get the bleeding to stop and it took a couple of minutes and it kind of it kind of coagulated a little bit and then we we decided I better go to the hospital and get this, you know, patched up properly so it heals properly and yeah. I don't have any issues with it. 
but we sat down and I ate breakfast first. So here I am eating, eating the homemade pancakes that my mom made and the sausage and the bacon and everything. And I'm holding my hand up, making sure that the you know blood doesn't start running down my arm. It happened right here where I'm doing the podcast, actually, in the kitchen. Uh, so then after breakfast, after breakfast, uh, the wife ran me up to the hospital and I went in the emergency room and actually had a pleasant emergency room experience at Oak Hill Hospital uh, wow. right here in, uh, in Spring Hill, Brooksville area. And I was in and out of there in an hour, Jason. What? Yes. In, checked in fully, you know, the whole the whole deal got looked at, had to go back out in the waiting room for maybe 15 minutes. And they called me right back in and uh, patched it up and wrapped it up. And I was out of there in less than an hour. Wow. Yeah. That that you may have to call the uh, the people at Guinness. Efficiency. That may be a record. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I mean, the most efficient emergency room experience of my life. Uh, it's but one of the great. reasons why you're always hesitant to go to the emergency. I know. Rooms. You're like, ah, geez, this is worse than buying a car. Oh yeah, I've spent I've spent actually you know like twelve thirteen hours in a wait in a waiting room in an yeah. emergency room just before I was seen one time. Yeah. So it, it's it can be a disaster. But it the wasn't. emergency room kind of defies the logic of emergency. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> emergency in air quotes. They should put yes. air quotes outside on the lit up sign, right? Just because yeah. we call it the emergency room doesn't right. mean anything's going to happen like right. it's an emergency. Right. Just because you think it's an emergency doesn't mean we think so. That's, yes. That's basically yeah. it. Your definition of emergency doesn't necessarily correlate with ours. Right, right, right. <laughs> You may have got here as fast as you could. Exactly. You just slowed down. Yeah. Yeah. Take a number and have a seat. We'll yeah. call you. Yeah. It's like the deli counter on an Eagle Sunday. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> you know, right. You go there, you're like 92. You look up at the ticker, you go, oh shit. It's 18. 41. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and and mum's there ready to get 17 right. pounds of lunch meat. And gabagool. Yeah. yeah. Can I get a hot pound of half cap? <laughs> <laughs> when I worked uh. at the deli hair. When I, I worked at the Clark's Corner Deli, mm-hmm. there was this old mom that would come in every week and she'd order her provolone and everything. And it's saying, I'll have a half a pound of hot capicola. She said, hot, a half a pound of hot cap. Mm-hmm. She'd say, I, can I have a hot, ca- uh, a hot, uh, ah. a hot cap, a, ha- a half pound, instead of half pound Easy of hot Easy for you cap, to say. Half cap, a hot pound, as she would say it every week. <laughs> Jesus, God, that was impossible. <laughs> But uh, uh, my moms were always. My dad was a big lunch meat guy. Yeah, I am too. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy I a nice, you know, boar's head. Yeah, my old man would go. What are we having for dinner tonight? Let's have sandwiches. And he'd go yeah. to the Colonial Village uh, butcher shop. That uh-huh. that's what, that was the still there best lunch meat in town. It's like literally mm-hmm. three minutes from my house. Right. And you go, you get the pound and a half of cheese, some right. roast beef, ham, turkey. And you get the you know the torpedo rolls, right. one of the big pickles out of the pickle barrel. Yep, and that yeah, was a butcher, great dinner. The butcher shop is a great experience, and it's oh. it's few and far between anymore. There's one that we go to uh, over in Plymouth Meeting called Venetius, mm. uh, kind of Plymouth Meeting, East Norriton area over there, and uh, just fantastic. I mean, you walk in there, and it just it just it has that smell, you know, yeah. where it just smells so clean. Yeah, you know everything is crystal, yeah, perfectly clean. You know you yeah. got to go into a a really clean butcher shop deli place. Those places are awesome. Yeah, and my dad would make the sand. My dad would make his sandwiches be this huge, and he would he always pointed out he'd get done making this 
piece of art. And you go, mm-hmm. look at that. That's a dagwood. Dagwood. That's what you so, call that it. That that's the ones that are about like a foot high, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Jeez. go, look at that's a dagwood right there. <laughs> How do you get that in your mouth? I don't know. He, my dad was a big man. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, he could get it in there. I think you met my dad before, right? Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Yeah, I mean, my dad was 6'4". I mean, I'm 5'7". Uh-huh. Five, five, but I'm still, like I mean, you know, just because yeah. you're 6'4 doesn't mean you necessarily have the mouth capable of opening for a dagwood. Yeah, he made know? a big sandwich. Yeah. Man could eat. Man could eat, no doubt. <laughs> he was like 6'4", but like a beanpole, like 210, right? Mm-hmm. Made no sense. I'm 5'7", like built like a tree stump. Yeah, how did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. My dad... I, I got my dad's hair, which is none. Right. And my mom's height because she was five foot. Oh, jeez. How screwed did I get hair? No, wait. He was six four and your mom was five foot? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So I, I get his hair and my mom's height. Oh. That's, a, that's bullshit. That's I've a bad called. hand. Yeah, that is. <laughs> exactly right. That's a horrible <laughs> hand. Uh, but it is what it is. And yeah, you make the best of it, I guess. Right, right. Um. You know, some of the things going on right now, like you, you mentioned the Sixers and, mm-hmm. you know, I saw this report and I wanted to comment on Twitter about it, but I decided not to. But that Ben Simmons, move. yeah, is having some back soreness and they're going to oh, yeah. slowly work him in. And mm-hmm. it was from Shams. And I'm yeah, going, he's not going to play against the Sixers on March the 10th. That's the bottom yeah. line. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was and basically the purpose of putting that out there. Yep. To, yeah. to, to set the stage and soften, yep. it was a soft uh, trial balloon of him not right. playing in Philadelphia. Yeah. Well, and, you know he's got the back soreness. You know yeah. what I mean? Because now that that becomes the new sort of conversation. Now it's no longer about his, uh, you know, his mental issues or his unwillingness to take any heat from Philadelphia fans. It's he's got a back issue now. Yeah. You know. I mean, even if I was a player and I had a back issue and I was coming back to take on this team that I felt like wronged me and everything, I would play that one game. Mm-hmm. My attitude would be, I'm going to play that game. If I have to suffer and miss a couple more, I'm going to come back and play that game and show them. But this guy's such a pussy, <laughs> right? I mean, he just does not want, he's got no ass to him. Yeah. And that that tells me all I need to know about the dude that he's trying to avoid that game, not do everything he can to play that game. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, you saw where you know Herb McGee, the great uh, Hall of Fame coach from Philadelphia University, you know, was uh, just stepped down, you know, retired, and he was quoted because I think you know the Sixers were trying to get him to work with with Ben years mm-hmm. ago, and Herb McGee basically said he doesn't want to get any better. Now, if a guy like Herb McGee is saying that, it's not just you and me, you know, on a podcast or on the radio saying it. It's like that's, you know, as legit as it gets. Yeah. In and he's got no okay. ag- Herb McGee no. doesn't come with an agenda. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Herb McGee, I mean, I mean, he's been around for what, like 60 years coaching, 70 years almost? Something like that. That's incredible. Yeah, he's an all-timer. Yeah. I mean, it was I mean, on I think it was on John Clark's tw- uh instagram page i'll try to find the exact quote wow um but that, yeah that, that's, that's telling yeah i mean and the fact that this dude just doesn't want to play and, and doesn't want to come back into this town is is stunning to me i mean it just it's such a bad it's so bad um let, let's get to the the nfl real quick we're gonna get to some other stuff but you know i saw this post from uh i guess it was kyler murray's agent saying you know the first part of the about it, it said Kyler wants to talk directly with the fans of the Arizona Cardinals. 
Here's a statement from his agent. Well, that's not direct. <laughs> First yeah, of exactly. All, you know, exactly. I'm going, wait a minute. If he wants to talk direct, why is it coming through his agent? Right. You have interest no, I... in, in trying to pry him out of there, Harry? What's that? Do you have interest in trying to pry him out of Arizona? No. No, I don't. Small? Yeah, I, I just, I mean, he's a he's a super talented athlete. Uh, everybody knows that. But no, I think I think you already kind of have the light version of him here in Jalen Hurts. I mean, I, yeah. I don't, you know, I, I don't, I wouldn't want to, if I'm going to go get another quarterback and it's going to be a smallish quarterback, it's going to be Russell Wilson and that's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, here's the quote. I got it here on John Clark's uh, Instagram at J Clark NBCS. The quote is Ben is the type of guy who really doesn't want to improve. Legendary coach Herb McGee, the shot doctor says he could have helped Ben Simmons with his shot, but didn't want to improve, according to him. Wow, so that's, that's that tells you all you need to know. I mean, geez, yeah. this guy is so entitled. God, well, he's already an all-star. What three times all-star without being able to shoot? So uh, he's of the mindset that you know, no, I don't really care about maybe being LeBron 2.0. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good where I'm at, and look what yeah. I'm getting paid. Right. You know, I'm right. I'm good to go. And the other part of it is, you know, what runner-up defensive player of the year and all that but you're right that's an entitlement thinking hey i'm good enough Mm -hmm. why should i have to i mean i think he is in the gym a lot and doing all that but yeah i mean what else is he gonna do he's a pro basketball player right he's not gonna go out and like get a side job in the off season i mean i you know i'm beyond it now i'm I'm glad it's it's over and you can you can count now james harden as part of the process because you used ben simmons to get him Mm-hmm. So it's, it's sort of like a, you know, a sort of a completion of the whole thing. Um, I'm over the fact that Ben Simmons is is gone and he never materialized into what we wanted him to. But for, a, you know, for that brief period of time, we really thought like we were getting the next LeBron James. Yeah. And he could have been. He could yeah. be if he, if he just would work on it. If he had no. the same work ethic as LeBron yeah. James yeah. and the same compete level as right. LeBron right. James. See, that's what makes like athletes super athletes. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of these guys are freaks physically and all that. We know that. Yeah. But to be a, a freak physically and have that willingness to do whatever it takes to win and mm-hmm. compete, that's the, that's why you have the, the special. That's what Embiid has too, frankly. Right. And Harden. Yeah. You know, yeah, he looked in pretty good shape on Sunday. I got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't look all. He didn't like, look all fat was, to me. Yeah, he looked at one point. He was getting a little chubby, but he's lost all that. Yeah, and it's hard to yeah. tell because of the beard. Yeah, and you can't see his face now. Now I was debating this with the the wife during the game on Sunday. Should Embiid try to grow the beard too, like that kind of beard? Ooh, that's, that's Would that be pretty nasty. cool to have both of them? Like ZZ a, Top in the yeah the exactly like this it'd be like the basketball version of ZZ Top. <laughs> well, ZZ Top was a three piece. Well, and, yeah, and Frank and the guy, Beard, the guy named Beard, didn't have a beard, right? Yeah, Frank Beard, drummer. Yeah, he <laughs> I didn't. I think he died recently too, didn't he? I think so. Yeah, I I know that Dusty did. Right, the bass player from ZZ Top, but uh, um, you know, you know, the thing is with with the Sixers, and you bring up the process, you know. I was not a fan of the process. I'm still mm-hmm. not a fan. All of those first round picks, only one panned out. And there's what, about five or six. So Nerlens Noel to Markel Fultz to Jaleel Okafor mm-hmm. to Ben Simmons and Embiid, who mm-hmm. kind of fell to them because he was hurt at right. number three that year. And But well, that was the Wiggins year. He played on the team with 
Wiggins. Yeah, in Kansas. And I remember watching, you know, because that was all we had to do as far as basketball back then is watch the college games to try to figure out, you know, who do we want for the Sixers? And I'm watching Kansas, you know, they're on practically every week. And I'm like, man, this big dude can play. Like, yeah. forget about Wiggins. I'd rather have the big guy. Yeah. Winless <laughs> for Wiggins, right? Yeah, that's that's what it was. Did you see the Daily News um, the other day? No. I guess it was Monday morning's Daily News, the day after the game against Are the Are they Knicks. still in print, hair? Yeah, they are actually, and you know, they they still come up with good headlines and and uh, you know they they just they're very clever. Uh, Brooklyn Dodger Harden torches Knicks in New York City return, then hits MSG fans with final shot. Quote: It felt like we were in Philly. End quote. And the oh, wow. big headline is Big Apple Enemy Number One. They call him the Brooklyn Dodger. How I great love is that? it. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's a good line. It is. Very interesting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so let's get off the Sixers. All right. I want I want to ask you um you know, we, we're not going to go political on this show or anything, but I want to ask you something regarding Russian athletes. Mm. Because obviously what's going on with Russia and Ukraine is horrific and the Ukrainian people, man, they got balls. These people got a dude stole a freaking Russian tank with his his tractor from his farm. Totally. Is that right? Yes. Wow. <laughs> These people got balls. But, you know, a lot of people, Ovechkin was asked about it last week. And, you know, Dominic Hasek came out and said that Russian athletes should not be allowed to play in the NHL right now, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with that either. Yeah. I mean, that's going too far. And frankly, that's an authoritarian kind mm -hmm. of mindset. <laughs> yeah. What do they have to do with this stuff? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and like Ivan Provorov, who plays for the Flyers, I know that the media requested to speak to him, and it's like, this dude's been here since he was 13 or 14 years old. Right. He speaks better English than you and I have. Right, he's he's basically American. Yeah. He was born in Russia. Yep, and still right. has family there. And the yeah, whole sure, thing. sure. But, you know, you know, what do they want these athletes to do? They're not going to renounce their country and to give you a, a pound of flesh. Right, right. Or a good equipment. A good headline. headline. Yeah, yeah. And put people in danger. Like we sit here, you know, I don't know what they should do, but one of the issues some of the Russian players may have that don't have dual citizenship is next year they may not be granted a work visa to mm. be able to perform in North America. So oh, I don't wow. know what the, what the answer is going to be for, for all these players. You know, the IOC and all the different FIFA mm -hmm. has now sanctioned all the Russian teams out of right. international competition. Right. I mean, that's that's one thing. That to me, that's different than you know, hockey players that have been in America for eight years, ten years, whatever, playing yeah. in the NHL. I mean, if you're 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 basically going forward like with the World Cup or with you know Olympic type stuff, if you want to say, yeah, the Russian teams can't come in as sort of a uh, a weapon, you know, to weaponize the the whole situation, that's fine. But I don't think I don't think Ivan Provorov should have to suffer anything. Uh, in the NHL. I think that's ludicrous. Yeah. Even a guy like Ovechkin, who's been a long supporter of Putin's, mm. um, it has, I mean, he spoke out and kind of said, you know, I, you know, no war and all that stuff, but he's not going to shit on Putin mm. because that there's, he, he said, that's my president. So I, I know people want like a pound of flesh. I mean, yeah. Formula One is basically today having an, what they're calling an emergency meeting. There's a Russian driver by the name of Nikita Mazepan. Mm. And they're basically going to kick him out of the sport today. Wow. I mean, really? I don't see any way that 
That's overreach. Well, the the thing is, is they already removed the sponsor. You know, drivers in Formula One often come with a sponsor. It's why they get a seat. Mm-hmm. And Uracali was a, their big sponsor for the Haas F1 team. And they removed Uracali from all the stuff. It's his father's company. And his father is a Russian oligarch. Oh, okay. Well, that's this a guy different. didn't earn his way there. Yeah. You know, he came with all the money because of his father's a billionaire in Russia. So right. I think they're going to boot him out. Hmm. But I don't know where this whole thing's going and, and how it's going to play out. But is he any good? No, he's horrible. Oh, okay. Well, then who cares? Yeah, he didn't earn it. They call him Nikita Mazaspin. Yeah. Because he always spins. <laughs> I was nice. actually watching some of a race on Sunday. I think it was an IndyCar race in, down here in Florida in St. Petersburg. Did you catch any of that? Oh, I did not. Yeah. It was, you know, it's like through the through the streets. It's like a Grand Prix kind of thing. Yeah. I saw some know? stuff on the practice. I knew a guy that ran in um, in Formula One absolutely blew a dude up in practice. Mm roman grosjean so okay so um, i think that name nikita that's a pretty cool name if you're a russian yeah nikita kucherov yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh so yeah i i don't know what's going to happen with all this but it's uh pretty insane with what's going on in over there and um the dude the the ukraine president is one tough son of a bitch isn't he uh, yeah, you know, I really haven't been following any of it. I, I stay out of it. He, he's out there like news. fighting. Oh, yeah. I, I just they, know that, uh, you know, they haven't, they, Twitter hasn't banned anybody, though, have they, from, from Russia? I any don't know. The, any of the leaders. Yeah. I, I, I'm using Twitter Crazy. specifically now, Har. To promote at, stuff, right? Yeah, at, for promotional yeah. purposes only. Right, right. The only problem is, is then you get you get shadow banned anyway, and then your stuff isn't seen by nearly as many people as it should be. What are you, Shander? Well, he's right. He's got a point. I just don't need to see it every day about how, you know, if only uh, a, a thousand more people would have seen this bet, we made you money and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Bananas. Every day. So how, with, with the hand, are you on the shelf for golf or, and for how long a period of time here? I'm going to try. I'm going to try on Friday in Myrtle Beach to play to see if I'm good enough to play on Friday. That'll be, you know, a full week and we'll see. I actually swung a, a, a wedge yesterday a few times on the driving range before my wife went out and played. And, uh, you know, I couldn't really grip it properly yet, but uh, yeah. we'll see by Friday. But if not, it, it's going to be two weeks max. Okay. So that's so. not too bad. Like, no, no. Because there's a muscle in that part of your hand, right? Yeah, it's actually like this right in here uh-huh. on my other hand. It was like right in that in that pad underneath your thumb. Yeah, and I was actually pretty fortunate because I think you know there's some some pretty good vessels in there, yeah. uh, and I got right in between uh, two of them on the on the left hand. Had I oh. gotten a little bit more to one side or the other, it could have been a whole lot worse. And it didn't go deep enough. It didn't do any nerve damage or any tendons or you know anything like that. So I've you know. Oof. I can, everything's good. It's not swollen. So I'm thinking it's, it's healing nicely. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. if you, if you have a nice slice to your game, you got an excuse at least. Right, right, right. Um, oh, my arm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, by the way, I stumbled on a new TV show that I wanted to get to before we're done. Oh, I have so, one too, actually. Okay. So remind me, or you want to do it now? Yeah, do it now. All right. Well, my mom has watched everything on Netflix and Amazon prime, everything. Sometimes, twice over series episodes binge the whole deal 
So she's back to watching a TV show from 2006, 2007 timeframe, which I did not watch initially because it was on network television. It was actually on ABC, believe it or not, because when you watch it and you're thinking this was on regular television, this had to be a Fox type show. No, it was an ABC show. It's freaking hilarious. In fact, season three uh, might be one of the best seasons of comic television I've ever seen. Wow. Boston Legal. Oh, yeah. That's with um, what's William his name? Shatner. Yeah. Is in it. Yeah. Is Dennis Leary in it? No. Well, he might be in one of the other uh, seasons, but he was not in, in this season. Uh, really? It is absolutely just tremendous. Bill Shatner, huh? Boston yeah, it, Legal. It is really, really good. Wow. Yeah. So on Netflix, I just saw it the other day. I don't know. I guess it just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like I like shows from this period, although I did not watch Game of Thrones. It just never caught me for some reason. Yeah, I watched it. And I never watched the show Vikings, but there's a show on there now called Vikings Valhalla. Oh, okay. And it's like that period and yeah. all the all the Vikings that were coexisting in England at the time mm -hmm. in like the 1500s or whatever. Um, they were celebrating a, a very sacred holiday they called St. Bryce's Day. Mm. And they, they, the guys that were there, the kind of that worked with the king of England at the time, were summoned to the castle and murdered mm. as a way to weed out the Vikings. And then the king de decided that the coexisting of Vikings on his land was not going to happen. So he, he had them all exterminated. Oh, wow. So Vikings from all over the world have descended upon this area in the name of revenge, right? And they've come from Greenland. They've come from all over. Uh-huh. And But the problem is, is the Vikings, some are Christian and some are pagan. Right. So they have a little bit of a civil war with it amongst themselves as well. You know, the Christians don't want to fight alongside the pagan Vikings. Right. But they're all Vikings. And I'm watching this show. I think it's eight episodes. I'm I'm about five episodes in, and it is really good. Now, what's it on again? What is it? Netflix? Yeah, it's called oh, Vikings okay. Valhalla. All right, we'll have to check that out when I get back home. Yeah, uh, that actually sounds pretty. How many seasons are there? I just one. I think. Oh, it just, just one came out. Yeah. Oh, good, good. Uh, so there's no catching up. You really have to do. No, not um, a lot of binge to this one where you got three seasons. You know, right. a week and a half or whatever. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, in addition to William Shatner, James Spader is outstanding That's who I was thinking, in yeah. Boston Legal. And Candace Bergen plays a really good part in it. Uh, also, Julie, Murphy Brown? Was that yeah, Murphy Brown? Yeah, yeah, it's a law firm, obviously, and she's one of the partners. And Julie Bowen, who's the perky blonde from Modern Family, she's in mm. it, and she's really good. Mm. It's a really good show. Funny as um, hell. It's like so irreverent. Like, they couldn't put this on TV anymore today. Yeah. Like, it's back when you could actually make fun of things. Yeah, you know? you can't, and, you're right. Yeah. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, it's great. That, that led me down like a path the other day. I think I sent something to you, too. Just like some old Howard Stern bits and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And then yeah. and I was listening to like some old Opie and Anthony with Anthony Kamea just <laughs> yeah. you know, doing dice in totally irreverent ways. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll never have entertainers on broadcast uh, radio like that again. No, no. Because you can't. You can't You'd do it. canceled. Yep. You'd never make your way to a big market no. to, to be out for you know the masses to hear you because you would be fired in a mini market. Right, right. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so what's next on the trip, Har? 
Uh, another day here, leave here tomorrow and we head back. We're going to split up the trip home, which if you went, did it straight, which I've done it, is about 17 and a half hours. Uh, so we're going to go midway is Myrtle Beach. We got uh, a couple nights in a in a hotel up there in Myrtle Beach, and then we'll go the rest of the way on Saturday. Okay, so you, you stop in Myrtle Beach for two nights there, kind of mm-hmm. check out the scene and mm-hmm. a little R&R, and then yep. make your way back up here to the, uh, to the Great White North. <laughs> yeah, now what's it like up there as far as the weather? Well, when you're coming back this weekend, Harry, I think we're looking at 70s. Really? Yeah. What, but rain? Usually, um, when it gets warm this time of year up there, it rains. Yeah, it might. There may be some moisture involved. You're right about that. Yeah. Um, I, I'll look at it for you, but I know it's been cold. It was like mid lower 40s yesterday. Right. Which but, is pretty seasonable. Yeah. You know. So this weekend, though, su- Sunday, Saturday is only going to be 50, but Sunday 66, but a 40 percent chance of rain. Okay. And then Mondays, okay. Monday only a 20 percent chance of rain. Higher and 71. You may have oh, to get wow. out. Head to the club here and, and well, play around. That's when I'll be uh, Monday night. I'll be going to the Sixers game. Oh, okay. Sixers maybe. Bulls. All right. Well, How about maybe... that? The Bulls. They're they're an upstart. They're like the top team in the East, aren't they? Them in Miami. Yeah, I, I like that though. Like, there's certain teams you want back in the mix, and the Bulls are one of those teams. Yeah. Like that's a good market. You want it them is back in the mix. It in is the mix in the mix. Yeah. Um, last thing for you, Harry. I yeah. see this this tweet from Eric Alper. That Eric Alper, he does like he's a music guy from Canada. Sure. And he just puts out like innocuous tweets sometimes and, and the responses are pretty funny. I follow um, him. He follows me on Twitter. Does he follow you, Harry? Yeah, yeah, he does. Oh, that's a that's yeah. a big follow. He's got I mean he's got almost a million followers. I know. But he does follow two hundred and eighty seven thousand people. Yeah, a lot so of people. I'm not special. I'm not that special. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, he said, What's a song with a great guitar solo in it? Hmm. And I was just like looking at the responses and, you know, I got the the immediate response from me is always comfortably numb because I think it's the best solo in the history of solos. Okay. And that was on there. I saw a lot of people said that. Uh, yeah. Comfortably numb. yeah. And, and actually the, the, the first solo in comfortably numb is the better solo in comfortably numb. Mm. There's two. Okay. Before the second verse comes in, there's actually a guitar solo. The song doesn't have the structure of many normal uh, rock songs but uh what what would you put on that list of what song has a great guitar solo in it well one in there that i did scroll through that was one of my favorite songs uh in my youth uh had a great solo in it and it was i, I think it was a bunch of session musicians in la that formed the knack my Ooh. sharona from about 1979 i want to say had a tr- tremendous driving hard driving guitar solo in there. And I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't put in any, anything in by uh, Leonard Skinner, anything by them. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every song has got a tremendous guitar solo in it. And you've been watching that, uh, that documentary. I saw it. Yeah. I saw it. It's It's really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, The other one you mentioned Pink Floyd with comfortably numb. I'm, I would go another brick in the wall part two. Wow. I always really admired, you know, David Gilmore and his structure, the way he structures a guitar solo. Yeah. Like it's got a certain, you know, a start, it's got a climax and it's got a, it's got an end. Yeah. You know, and, and it almost is like you can sing the solo. Mm-hmm. Yep. When it's, it's, there's almost, there's so much melody to it that you can almost sing the solo. Right. It's almost like a separate song within the song. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Kind of Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's a separate hook in a way. Right. Um, yeah. One of my favorites, it's probably number two on my list is, I mean, I, I know you're not like a big metal guy, mm-hmm. but on Ozzy's Mr. Crowley, the job that Randy Rhodes does oh. on that solo. Yeah. It is so good. And he, and it's so melodic. That it's guy was just, unreal. It was, yeah. That is an un. Believable. So there's two actually two solos in that song too. Mm. He like played that double neck guitar a lot, didn't he? Kind of like yeah, Jimmy Page had. He would he would dip into that on occasion, but he yeah. was more of a flying uh, the polka dot flying V. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black black body with yellow polka dots and the uh, flying V he would play. That's and a Gibson. Yeah. 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 So good. And yeah. it, that that solo is just fantastic. You yeah. have the obvious ones like you know, Kid Charlemagne and oh yeah, and anything by Steely Dan. They've got some incredible guitar work throughout their, their totally. catalog. You yeah. know who else had good solos? Had Boston. Yeah, right. Really good, and a lot of like, you know, where dueling guitar solos with two mm-hmm. guitars, like kind of playing the, the Eagles same did solo. that too with Walsh and Felder. Yep, and, and they would play stuff. it in a different key, like they, mm-hmm. the same solo, but you know, a different key, different parts of the neck. Yeah. 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 You get a great, great sound out of doing that. You know, I saw saw on here too. You know, I was going to the solo from journey stone and love. Neil. Oh yeah. Good. Neil shown. Oh yeah. Outstanding. Yeah. Yeah. Now what was that effect or effects? I should say that Boston was known for where they got that sound, you know, that first record, man, because it's, it's as unique as it gets. It's like this scooped out tight distortion, right? Yeah. And it's just got, I, I don't know if it's a chorusing effect. It's definitely not a phaser, but mm. there's some kind of chorusing effect on that. Because you're right. The, nothing's ever sounded like it no. since. Nope. To be honest. Nope. It's and, some of the greatest tone you'll ever hear. And speaking of Eric Alper, I just noticed on his Twitter, he's got a post up here with a picture of D. Snyder way back in the day, in the early days of Twisted Sister. He says, D. Snyder, lead singer of Twisted Sister, is completely on board with we're not going to take it being used by Ukrainians amid Russia's invasion. <laughs> oh, how about yeah, that? You remember those day. videos? Oh, they were great. Oh, they were with the, little mini movies. Oh, with, with is that a pin makeup? on your uniform? Yeah. A pledge pin on your... That's from uh, Animal, Animal House. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... I uh, interviewed d a bunch of times when i was doing rock radio and he yeah. is an absolute beauty he does he obviously does the radio show now I yeah what it's called is it uh, on serious or is it like one of those uh syndicated things on on weekend weekend nights on national it, know, i think FM i think he does both oh okay yeah it's like d snyder's not garage but i can't remember what it's called but no not the underground garage that's little steven that's little steven yeah yeah i can't yeah. remember what these is called but all right, now let's put a wrap on it here. Let's get you back to your vacation down there in Florida. Yeah. Let's tell the people once again about Park Sportsbook because uh, that's where you get the app and you get the $500 risk-free bet just for signing up, uh, depositing, and opening up an account. And you had to play. It was Villanova over Providence. Villanova yeah. taking on a big number here. Yeah, they're laying nine and a half at home. An early start tonight. I think it's a 6.30 tip Wow. Uh, for, for Villanova over Providence. Good game in the Big East. All right, so Villanova tonight. Get that in on the Park Sportsbook app and uh, $500 risk-free bet for your first one. Download it and uh, just check it out. Check out all the stuff you're going to be able to do with the tournament, all the stuff with 
you know, hockey and NBA and college and pro hoops, maybe baseball at some point, some other international stuff as well. Uh, check it all out there. Player performances, points, over-unders on uh, assists. It's all laid out there for you. Uh, same game parlays, live in-game betting. Check it out on the Park Sportsbook app and give them a follow on the social channels as well, at Park Sportsbook on Twitter, on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram as well. And you get great content there and daily specials. So uh, that's going to put a wrap on it. Episode 13. Harry, enjoy the rest of the vacay. We'll see you, you got it. next morning.